Hey guys, and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast today. This episode is going to be on, I guess, a pretty popular topic for a lot of you out there, and it's going to be around glutes, but more specifically, the best exercises to target your under butt. Okay, so bit of a bit of a Instagram social media kind of terminology under butt, but what I mean by that is going to be more the lower portion of your glute max. Think where the glute has that tie-in where you have that glute muscle that then goes into the hamstring muscle. So, so that bottom of the butt where it connects to the hamstring, that's what we're talking about today, guys. So I think I think this episode will be really really useful for a lot of you um, because it's a very, very popular um, thing to work on. And you know, all the guys who are personal trainers, if you understand how to train this area um, and get good results, you're going to be in a great position to have a lot of clients and all the ladies out there, obviously. If you use my programs like thousands of you do, you'll probably be familiar with these exercises, but I also want to drill in just why um, these exercises also are effective for training that lower portion of the glute max, okay? Now, as always, guys, Please, if you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy enjoy the episode, share to your audience on Instagram, um, whatever social media platform, and tag tag me and link it to your audience. It helps so much when you do really just help me get my education, my podcast out to the world. And if you haven't yet, please just leave a five-star rating and also a review on the podcast. It Honestly, I, I know it sounds annoying me saying it, and I'm sure all of you are like oh, rolling your eyes, but the way algorithms and things like that work, it actually really helps tremendously. So thank you, guys. All right. Now, with that, guys, let's talk the glute max and more specifically the under butt. Okay. So when we're training our glutes, I want you to think of three of your key kind of movement patterns, okay, for training your glutes. you got three, all right? So number one, probably the most common you probably think of, I said, think of glutes is going to be hip thrust. And a hip thrust is going to be more what we call kind of our bridge pattern. So thrust, bridge, we are completing hip extension, but we're doing hip extension. So hip extension, extending our hip, which is what contracts the glutes, Hip extension, though, we're doing this, obviously, from, say, our torso um, on the floor, our back on the floor or on a bench and uh, with a bent leg. So that's going to be your bridging or thrusting pattern. Then we also have our hip hinge. So again, hip extension. So hip hinge is going to be thinking things like your RDL, your um Good morning, your deadlift, etc. Okay, so hinging at the hip, and then we also have um, our—I like to call it a more knee dominant pattern, even though it doesn't mean it's going to be the dominant knee. Um, doesn't mean it's going to be no glute, but knee dominant pattern is thing, things like a squat, a split squat, a lunge, a leg press. Okay, so knee dominant just means the knee is going to be involved, and when the knee is involved, that means Yes, you're going to get some quads, but with these exercises, say a squat, a split squat, yes, you're doing using the quad when you're doing um, knee extension, when we're extending our knee, that's what's contracting the quads. 
but we're also extending the hip. So we're doing hip extension, which means that's why you get glutes in these exercises like a squat because your glutes are stretching and then you drive, say, out of the squat and drive up and that's you extending your hip, okay? So there's a little bit of a rundown of your three kind of key move patterns for training your big glute max muscle, which is your main big glute max muscle. Now, when training the glute max, all these ex- all these exercises, thrust, cast glute, bridge, lunge, etc., are going to be yes, glute max exercises. Say training, say a an abduction exercise like a seated machine abduction. That's going to be glute. Yes, it's going to get some glute max. It's going to get a lot of glute medius and glute minimus. But even though it's getting your glute max, it's going to be your upper division of the glutes. So think of your glute max as like a really a, a big muscle. So think of it kind of like a, a big rectangle or right? easiest way. Just think of a rectangle and imagine having a line through the rectangle in the middle and there's a top division and then there's a bottom division. Okay. It's not perfectly like that, but that's the best way of talking, thinking about it. Okay. Think of that rectangle and a line between it. The bottom line is the lower division and the above that line is the upper division of the glute max. So to grow the underbutt, obviously, we want to be working on that lower division of that rectangle, that glute max, okay? So in order to do that, what we want to be doing is choosing exercises, which obviously, number one, use the glute max, pretty simple, but we want to be choosing exercises, and I want you guys to listen up because this is a really big, big thing, Okay to really target that lower division of the glute max. So again, think that rectangle. Just have a picture in your head of a rectangle with a line through the middle and then color the bottom part of that rectangle in black so you can see that bottom part of the rectangle is black. That's that lower division. So to target that area, what we want, the big thing is that what we want is exercises that are going to be hardest on your glute max when it's being stretched. All right, I repeat, what we want is exercises that are hardest on the glute max when the glute is being stretched. That is probably going to be the most beneficial portion or beneficial part of the rep to target that lower portion of the glute max, aka the under butt, okay? Now, what does that mean? When you're lifting weights, think of doing an RDL, right? A Romanian deadlift. And think of just standing at the top, holding the bar, standing up straight up and holding the weight. Even though you're holding the weight and standing up, there's no tension on the glutes, okay? That's you in the top position, all right? There's no tension on the glutes. But then when you hip hinge and push your hips back and have a slight knee bend and have your torso lower towards the floor and your hips keep coming back. Your glutes are stretching and stretching and stretching until you get to the bottom position where your glutes have gone back, your hips have gone back as far as you can to the wall behind you, for example. Your torso is really hinged over. That's your bottom position. And so with an RDL, that bottom position is when your glutes are stretched. So you've taken your glutes through a range of motion where then they're now fully stretched. 
What this means is, is that with an RDL, in this fully stretched position, that's when the tension will be the highest. So peak tension on the RDL is when you push your hips back and you're at the bottom of the rep. And this is where the glutes are under their most tension in the stretch position. And then what happens is when you um, extend your hips, so you push your hips back in and your torso rises up back to that starting position, at the very top, your glutes actually lose tension towards the top, okay? So this means at that top position. So think of the top position as the shortened position. So shortened, think of your muscles like fully, like as contracted as they can be. That's the shortened position. And then think of your muscles in a as lengthened as they can be. That's the stretch position. So with an RDL, the top position, the glutes are not under any tension. But the bottom of an RDL, when your bum goes back to the wall behind you and your torso is leaning over, that's where peak tension will be. And the thing is, peak tension, the tension is greatest there in that stretch position. So that's why an RDL, for example, is a fantastic under butt exercise. So what's really important to understand is when people come to training is they don't often quite understand that, let's say you move a weight from point A to point B, okay? Whatever the exercise, moving, you have a top position and then you have a bottom position, moving from point A to point B. Throughout the range of motion, you're moving the weight. Tension is not always the same through the muscle. There'll be portions where there's very little to no tension in the muscle, then it picks up and picks up, and then there'll be a portion of the rep where there's peak tension. So the whole idea of bodybuilding and, you know, anyone trying to build muscle, I believe is a bodybuilder, just, you know, doesn't mean you have to get on stage to be a bodybuilder. But if your goal is to build muscle, you want to be finding where an exercise is hardest, where the tension is greatest. That's where you want to spend your time because that's where it's going to be most challenging and potential to trigger the most potential hypertrophy adaptations. Now, why does all this matter? Because exercises that are hardest in that stretch position, as I said, is where you will best work that lower division on the glute max, the under butt, okay? So what you need to think of is, well, then which exercises then are hardest in the stretch? Well, it's pretty simple if you if you just think about it, right? So think of a hip thrust. When you're, your bum's down, so not hips locked out, When your bum's down, that is your stretch position, but the tension is actually very low. Tension picks up on a hip thrust or a cast glute bridge at the very top. So a hip thrust, a cast glute bridge, or even, say, a cable kickback, they're all going to be peak tension in the shortened position where the glutes are being contracted. This is a great glute exercise, but potentially it might not be as optimal for the lower division or that under butt. It doesn't mean it's not a good exercise. They're fantastic exercises. But if we really want to potentially build that under butt, we want to also include exercises that are going to train that stretch position really hard. All right. So that stretch position is going to be exercises like, all right, and listen up, everyone, because I'm going to give you the exercises which are best suited for that lower division of the glute max, things like Romanian deadlifts, Reverse lunges, walking lunges, everybody's favorite, Bulgarian split squats. If you haven't tried it yet, what I like to term the MC reverse lunge. You haven't done an MC reverse lunge, you're missing out. And make sure you go to my page and you'll see them. 
Then squats, good old squats. Squats are going to be hardest on the glutes in that bottom position when they're stretched. Then we can use things like the leg press, a single leg press or a leg press with a feet high and a narrow stance. So feet high and narrow will allow for a greater stretch of the glute max as the hips will be taken through a larger range of motion. And then also also things like, say, a trap bar deadlift or even a barbell deadlift. These are all fantastic exercises for the under butt because they're going to be hardest on the glutes in that stretch position, all right? So that's the big thing. When trying to build glutes, what is each exercise doing? And that's why I think a lot of the time it's really important to really learn at a at a level that you can understand why you're choosing exercise. And I often like to say that program design, like creating great programs, is kind of like playing Tetris. Remember that game Tetris where you're trying to fit the blocks into places or whatever? It's kind of like program design. You're trying to find what fits and what works together in synergy. You don't want just, say, five exercises for the underbutt. You want an exercise which is like a thrust, which is going to be training the glutes harder in that shortened position as well. We want potentially an abduction movement to train the glute medius. We want a collection of exercises. And when it comes to hypertrophy, building muscle, there is no one best exercise. Building muscle is like having a good diet, all right? So think of your exercise selection as your food choices. One exercise doesn't mean you're going to get the best results possible. Just like eating one salad doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. It's a, you, you lose weight from, say, your diet in general, collection of meals over time. That's the same thing with building muscle. You're trying to build muscle with a collection of exercises over a period of time. And what we want to be doing is choosing exercises which try to do multiple things. So we want that exercise like a hit thrust. We want, say, a lunge. And then we want to say a machine abduction. So that way we're covering a lot of different exercises things for the glutes. We're covering different movement patterns for the glutes. And we're trying to then u- utilize multiple resistance profiles. So resistance profile is where an exercise is hardest. So as I said, an exercise which is most challenging in a stretch, that means the resistance profile is going to be hardest in that bottom position. Whereas an exercise which is going to be like a thrust where it's hardest at the top, that's going to be a resistance profile, which is most challenging at the top. So once you understand things like resistance profiles, it helps you, again, add another layer of detail to your exercise selection and your program design in general. So key takeaways, guys, from today's podcast is to build the underbutt, the lower division of the glute max, make sure you're training hip extension with exercises which are most challenging on the glute max in that stretch position. So at the bottom of a reverse lunge, a lunge, I'm sorry, the bottom of a reverse lunge or walking lunges, that's going to be hardest there. A remaining deadlift, it's going to be hardest there. Squats are hardest there. Trap bar deadlifts, all these exercises are going to be hardest in that stretch. And they're the ones which are fantastic for aiming to build that glute hamstring tie-in, which always gives the glutes a really great look. Now, Hopefully you found that helpful um, because I think this stuff is really valuable. Once you understand it, it opens you up to a world of possibilities with your results and all the coaches. Once you understand this, it really helps with your program design. So for all the women out there who want to build their best glutes possible, make sure you go invest into my programs like Your Glute Coach, 
the Your Glute Coach series, guys, has over seven hours of video education. So if you think this stuff on a podcast is useful, you'll just be blown away by the amount of content in Your Glute Coach series, which, of course, goes with my training programs um, and all the education there. There's so much education. Funny, Your Glute Coach was actually meant to be a seminar. I wanted to do seminars around the world, but then the pandemic happened and that didn't happen. So naturally, I then created it into a training program and then put the education in there. So it didn't work out to be a course, but it's allowed me to put out your glute coach. Then of course, if you're not up to your glute coach, things like bikini in three, um, bikini home express, all these exercises and of course all these programs. And of course, building the bikini body series will teach you how to train super effectively and intelligently to build your best physique possible. And that's really, I think, the been the power of kind of my programs is that so many women and men, when they come to my programs, just learn so much. And the more they learn, the more they thrive and the more they enjoy the training programs. I think it makes people really appreciate, you know, how much work goes into my programs and they just see the difference between everything else out there in the industry. So if you've never done a program of mine, Go invest in these. They're honestly life-changing. I hate using, you know, marketing terms, but it's not marketing terms because I just get told it over and over again how effective they are. And so go invest in this stuff because I guarantee you it will help you take your training to a whole new level. So with that, guys, if you found this episode helpful, please leave that five-star rating and a review. Uh, Just a little review, guys. If you leave a one or two sentences and just say, if you enjoy the podcast and why it also really helps a lot. And as always, please share to your audience guys. So with that, thank you as always listening to me and we'll be back soon. Thanks guys.